0: Giving myself permission. I think it's really about permission. It's not, nobody's forcing me to stay at my computer until 9.30 or 10.30 at night. Giving myself permission to shut it down and go read. Or to to me, that's recharging is Mm -hmm. to read. Or to get on, if I can't go out with a friend, somebody's not available locally to go out and just have dinner and sit and talk and laugh. That's so recharging for me. I think you've gotten the same, right? Mm -hmm. Hanging out with friends is recharging.
1: Hello. You are listening to the Late Bloomer Living podcast, where we are reimagining and redefining what it means to be in midlife, where we are gathering energy, momentum, and excitement for our next chapter via candid conversations with other midlifers about their own pivots, pitfalls, and triumphs. I'm Yvonne Marchese, your host, and I'm so happy you're here. Adulting can be hard, but you don't have to go it alone. I created this podcast to give you inspiration and let you know you're not alone in feeling stuck in midlife. Both men and women are welcome here, but if you are a woman, I also invite you to join our Midlife Uprising community for women, where we're making waves and reimagining what it means to age being part of this community for women will remind you on a regular basis that you're not too old and it's never too late to do that thing you've been thinking about. You can find more information at latebloomerliving.com forward slash community and I hope to see you there. Hello my friend. First thing I want to mention before we get into the the depth of this episode is that I do have a little f-word disclaimer that I'm putting out there at the beginning of this. So if if that bothers you, you may not want to listen. It it is kind of important to the to the point of this conversation though, and that's that's why I I'm not editing it. It's there and there you have it. So that being said, My guest this week is Lori Seitz, and Lori has been a guest on the podcast before. You can go back and find that episode. It was episode 94 back in April of 2022, and the title of that episode was Better Than Fine. You know what, actually, I will also have that as a link in the show notes for you, so you can go find that there. This episode is all about slowing down And incorporating time in our everyday life to have fun, to recharge. And here's my true confession. (laughs) I have trouble with this. You know, I, I, I work a lot and it may look like I don't work a lot on my social media, I have to say, because what I show you is my time at the beach, but The truth is, is that between photography and podcasting and all the things that I do around the podcast, I'm I'm moving and shaking a lot. I really do though, try to incorporate playtime into my daily life. And I guess that's why I post a lot about it on social media is because it's important to me to remind you to do that for yourself as well. Take a little bit of time out of your day to do the things that you need to do for your own self-care. And those could be way different from what I need, but it is important. And that's why I feel like this episode is important. I can't wait for you to hear the journey that Lori has been on Towards this aha moment. So without further ado, here's Lori Seitz. Let's go. Hi, Lori. Thank you so much for being with me today. I'm so excited to be back. I'm so excited you're back.
0: It's a "Where are they now, now, now?" episode. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I'm seeing like that that um circle that like kind of like you're going down a drain thing. Yes,
1: exactly. Where are they now? <laughs> so it's so great to have you back. And you have had some big things going on since we last spoke. Yes. Um, Let's take folks back to the first time we spoke, which was real quick. Let's encapsulate that. Um, And then if somebody wants more detail, they can go in. So you had your bakery.
0: Your mom died. Right, right. right. So baking company started in 2003, ran that for 11 years, Uh shut it down in 2014 at around the right around the same time that my mom passed. Right. Um, and then I started teaching networking strategies, then pandemic came along and shut that down. (laughs) Yeah, And then I, I got, uh, I want to say dragged. It wasn't like, it wasn't, (laughs) it wasn't like, I didn't want to go there back into the world of talking about gratitude and added in meditation. And that's when I started my whole, um, fuck being fine program and, uh, the trilogy for success within that.
1: Right. Yeah, and a divorce was, was yeah. a major part of your story. As oh, yeah. Well, that right, right. Right. I
0: just rolled right over past that. Yeah. Right. That was in 2018. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> right. I feel like so many of us, we just settle, mm-hmm.
0: you know, yeah, and right. life's too damn short. It, it is. And a lot of people settle because they don't understand or they don't believe that it could be different this is just right. what my life is. Mm-hmm. I, this is my lot. This is what I'm stuck with. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I, I will learn how to deal with it. Right. And they think,
1: I'm going to say we, cause I'll include myself in this. We think we're just being realistic. Yes. It's like, no, I'm just being real. I'm just calling it like it is. This is just
0: life. This is, this is it. Oh my gosh. This sets me off so much. No, like we need to. Oh, she's getting fired up. (laughs) Realistic. Like, what the hell is that? What is that realistic? Anything is possible. You know, I just started rereading for not even the second time. I don't know how many times I've read it but the book, Thinking Grow Rich. And he Napoleon Hill Mm in 1937, I think it was published. He talks about the burning desire and how anything you can imagine, you can create. It starts in the imagination. So first we have to believe that we have to see it. You know, people get it backwards. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it. No, you have to see it first and then- you're no wait, am I? That's backwards, right? You have to believe it first. I although what you were saying made sense to me because I feel like you
1: need to see it in your brain. Your brain yeah. needs to believe it's possible. Your your brain needs right. to
0: believe it's done and true. I mean, that's the power of vi- visualization. Yeah, that's exactly what he's talking about in the book: is having this burning desire and then believing it with every fiber of your being that this is possible for you. And that's how it starts to become Which a is reality the trick,
1: isn't it? That's the yeah. neat trick. Is well, and that's what I
0: still work with people on. And that's like part of the basis of the fuck being fine program is about rewiring your brain. Not just, hey, it would be nice to change my life. I think I can do it. Even when you believe, like even when you say, yes, I I can accept that my life could be different. We are conditionally, re, our brains are wired to believe what we believe. You have to rewire the brain to change the beliefs. Which takes a whole lot of practice, effort. I mean, it
1: takes efforting or repetition, right? You got to rejigger
0: yeah. the neural pathways. And, yeah, and, exactly. It yeah. does take effort, but it doesn't have to take a million years. It takes consistency. It takes knowing what um, I don't know, say. What methods? Like, there's a lot of different ways to get there to do that, and it's about finding what works for you.
1: Uh-huh. So cool.
0: So fuck yeah. being fine. Right. Is and fuck realistic program. too. I think we might as well just throw that in there right now. <laughs> with you.
1: We're throwing the F-bombs around. I'm going to have to put a little well, disclaimer you, at the beginning of this.
0: Episode. Since, since you brought up the term realistic, I had to <laughs> shut that one down too.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. So I want to talk about, because I'm fascinated by this, your sabbatical. Mm. And what brought you to needing a sabbatical? Um, so you 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 got the divorce and you you started doing the gratitude work, right? You have your podcast, which is fine as a four-letter word. And how long has that been around now?
0: Almost two years. In a Almost couple of weeks, it'll years. be two years. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And, Robin, congratulations. Yes. Yeah. So we're coming up on, uh, I think July 6th will be, episode 100.
1: Nice. Ah, yeah. You're one of the few that makes it to that. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. What inspired you to start the podcast? Let's go there first. I started
0: college as a broadcast major. So I've always loved this, this medium, but I didn't go into it after I graduated. I actually didn't even finish. I, I changed my major before I graduated, but uh love radio and TV. And For, and then once podcasting became a thing, I thought about it a lot. I was just kind of like, what am I? What do I have to say that's different? And that wasn't a cut on myself. It wasn't believing that I wasn't good enough. I just was looking for what was it that I could do that was different to put out into the world that people would, you know, want to listen to that somebody else wasn't already doing. Right. And, and yeah, yeah. and I finally got the inspiration for, Hey, what if we talked about stories of, from people who said everything was fine, but it really wasn't fine at all (laughs) in their lives. (laughs) And that I love holding space for people to tell the stories. That's always what I wanted to be as a, a journalist was getting at those stories.
1: Yeah. I do believe everybody has a story. Mm-hmm. every last person has a story worth hearing um did the podcast precede the work that you were the gratitude work that you were doing or were they hand in hand the gratitude work came first but not by much okay and that was was that like that was like coaching and that sort yeah. of a program right yeah
0: um i started out doing like private coaching one to one and now it's more group program I much prefer that. I think participants get far more out of it than one-to-one because you have the synergy of the group. Gotcha. And And you're still doing that work. Yes. I am still doing that work. Yes. Cool. I don't have a program running right this minute, but yes, I am still doing that. Gotcha. So tell me about the lead up to
1: go needing to go on sabbatical.
0: Yeah. So I here I am talking about gratitude all the time and mindfulness and meditation. I teach people how the breaking down the myths and misconceptions around what meditation is and how everybody can do it and I, staying calm and grounded no matter what's going on around you. So I'm teaching all of this. And at the same time, if you look at my calendar from the first half of last year, your, your head might explode. Cause I had so much packed into it and I've got color coded everything and everything's blocked and you know, time managed, like, yeah. I recognize that calendar, Lori.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and at this and you know, and even after the stuff that, you know, that only went to like five or six o'clock. So then I would go to the gym and come home and still do more. That wasn't even on the calendar. I was mm-hmm. doing all the work, doing all the things as an entrepreneur. And I even had some people, I even had a little bit of a team helping me, but I wasn't seeing the results that I would have expected to see from the amount of work I was putting into things. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't having fun. This finally dawned on me after a few conversations with some, some people in my world. And I'm like, well, if I'm putting all this time and effort and energy into this. And I'm not even having fun, which is to me a major part of what we're doing here on this on this earth is to have fun. Right.
1: The topic, the title of your podcast is fine as a four letter word. Yeah. So if you're I not know, having see, fun, right? I know. Right. All of a sudden
0: you're like, what am I doing? Ugh. Yeah. I just went, whoa. Well, well, all right. What if I just shut everything down and just went in pursuit of happiness? Wow. <laughs> I'm like, nobody's probably even going to, you know, what, what's going to happen? The world's not going to end, I don't think. I'm not that <laughs> egotistical. <laughs> So the one major piece that was, that I needed to figure out was what was I going to do with my 19 year old cat? Because she required sub Q fluids for kidney disease twice a week.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: And so I was really reluctant to leave her with anybody. And my animal communicator friend, Bridget said to me, she would rather be with you than anywhere else. I said, okay, I guess Panther is coming with me. And I love that her name
1: is Panther.
0: Panther and I took off on a month-long road trip sabbatical. Wow. And it was the trip of a lifetime for both of us. I mean, yeah. I already, okay, so first of all, I already knew she was a good traveler because we've done some road trips not that long, but she'd been in cars before with me more than just like going to the vet. She didn't like that, but <laughs> but I knew she was a good traveler. You can't do that with all cats.
1: No, you can't. I traveled cross country with my cat. I think I told you that. before. Yes, you did. Yes. And it required a whole lot of prep and <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, um, Wow. So your main concern was the cat, but I can think of a bajillion other concerns that I would have if I decided to go on sabbatical for a month. Was it, was it planned to be a month? Like you had a a tight,
0: a tight. It it wasn't tight, but I, I just decided like, I'm going to take the month of August Mm -hmm. and I could have extended it if I had wanted to. But yeah, I just so money figured was money
1: job. a concern because for me, I'd be instantly like, "Ooh, wait a minute, income. What am I doing here? What am I doing?"
0: Yeah, so I get that because I have a lot of conversations with people who are like, "I could never afford to do that," and I get that also that I am somewhat fortunate that I had some money that my mom left me in inheritance. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I mean, credit cards are not a terrible thing. Mm-hmm. I guess some people. A lot of people are so afraid of debt, and I get that to a degree. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, what is it costing you not to do this in terms of your mental health, your productivity, your focus, all that that helps you make money, If you're burned out and stressed out, your your health is gonna suffer, you know, all physical, mental, everything's suffering, your focus, you're not producing. I mean, we have this belief that we have to be productive all the time. And what at what cost? And so that's where I encourage people like not to be irresponsible, but there is a way. The question to, to ask is how can I not immediately, there's no way I can do this.
1: It's so, so much. Oh my gosh, there's so much in what you just said. There's so much power in the questions that we ask ourselves as to whether or not those questions are going to empower us or whether they're going to instantly shut us down. Mm-hmm. And that's how we phrase the question. And when you say, how can I, there's so much power in that
0: yeah, because your brain is going to go to work for you, right? Right, right. And, and that said, I the there were probably about half of the time I was on that sabbatical, I was staying with friends. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there wasn't, I didn't pay for hotel the whole time. There were some hotels yeah. Um, and I did at the end, I rented a cottage in, on Anna Maria Island in Florida for 10 days, which was, uh, I don't even have words. It was so fantastic, but staying with friends helped save some money. And so there's always a way to figure it out. Maybe it's not a full month for some people and mm-hmm. maybe you, you know, do something that is less costly. There is always a way. What other, what other, um, things did you,
1: were you worried about before you headed out on sabbatical? Was that
0: it? No, that's it. There the was cat. there. Yeah, that was pretty, pretty much, much. It. once I decide. Yeah. Once I decide, cause I, I mean, I, I live in, I live in an apartment. I'm just going to leave. I'm going to shut the door. I'm going to leave.
1: Uh-huh. That's it.
0: I mean, I wasn't going anywhere too exotic. I, you know, if I forgot something, I could buy it. If I, you know, we needed more cat food, cat litter, whatever, you like toothpaste, it's all oh, obtainable. Yeah. There, How I'm-
1: long were you feeling um, the 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 frustration of that calendar and what that was doing to you before you had an aha
0: moment that I need to step away from all this? It was a couple of months. Uh huh. It was a couple months. I think the com- first conversation I had with someone was maybe the end of May, beginning of June. And we were talking about Brene Brown had published an article about how she was taking a 14 week sabbatical for her company. Like everybody in her company was, they were taking it. It was last summer. Oh, wow. And that was the basis of our conversation. The person I was talking to, Julie, is, said she was thinking of taking the whole summer off from her business. Like she was going to burn everything down and see at the end, what was, what survived. That's where she was in her point. And at that point I was like, Ooh, that sounds fun. Like not the burning down. I still love my business, but the taking a month, taking off the whole summer. That's when I was like, Ooh, that sounds fun, but there's no way I could do that. That's where I was then. Mm -hmm. And then there was a second conversation with Chris Shembra on my show. Uh, He's the author of the book, uh, what is it? Gratitude through hard times. And he and I had a conversation about his experience of losing touch with gratitude. And then I started, the wheels were turning more. And then there was a third conversation with um, one of my past pod, another past podcast guest, Elaine Blaze. And she had just sold her house and was taking off in an RV with her dog. Love it. And that's when I really started going, all right, right, right. how am I going to do this?
1: There you go. It went from, I I couldn't possibly to how, how am I going to do this? Yeah. So then what happened? You got the cat, you you had places to stay, you got it all set up and tell me about the sabbatical.
0: Yeah. Really focused on having fun, like no work. There was one podcast interview I did as a as a guest, which is a funny story. So I actually wrote about this experience in a book called Love Warriors, The Conscious Expert's Guide to Healing Manifestation and something else. It's on Amazon. But my I contributed a chapter to that book where I talk more about this whole sabbatical thing and and the experience of that um that particular interview. But really, I was just focused on having fun, like. I took a pickleball class. I never played before. Um, went paddleboarding with my. Played pickleball. Yeah. You went paddleboarding. Okay, so pickleball, we pa- paddleboarding. Paddle boarding, um, sitting on the beach, I had. I ended up down in South Florida, which was kind of the direction I was headed in my head. Not it, eventually. That's where I wanted to get because my dad lives down there, and I wanted to be able to see him. And um, what else did we do? It just fun, all fun all fun and games. (laughs) And and what happened was in the middle of that, I, somebody tagged me in a Facebook post, somebody that I know met at a conference five, six years ago. And I was like, Hey, I'm doing this business project. I'm getting involved in this project. Um, who's in? who else is in who's interested? and then he called me and and we had this conversation he's like yeah i'm doing this thing i think it would be great for you cuz it's personal development and you know are you interested i'm like yeah it sounds interesting let's let's talk more about it and at that point i was over on the east coast of florida in boca and turns out he was now living in tampa and i said oh you know i am i think i'm going to be over there next week hadn't made my final plans to go to Anna Maria yet, but I was thinking about it. And he's like, oh, well, if you do come, let me know. We can get together for dinner. And that's ultimately what ended up happening was I did go to Anna Maria. He did come down and we got together. Well, like that's totally random that I would be within an hour of him. Like that the way this all came together was crazy and so synergistic. So
1: what came together? So he posted this thing to Facebook and it was like a business opportunity around personal development. Mm -hmm. And and what, so you met up with
0: him and then what happened? Um, We talked about this opportunity and how he was putting it together, pulling together um, people who have personal development offers and courses and things like that and kind of in a um, in roll-up, which is like uh, best way to just disc- I didn't understand any of this at the beginning either. So <laughs> I had a, a long, uh, like a steep learning curve, um, but it's bringing together a bunch of smaller businesses kind of under one bigger umbrella so that you could take advantage of um, economies of scale. But just the whole point of this is that this enormous business opportunity showed up uh-huh. when I wasn't working, I wasn't making things happen, which I now know is like, we need to not use that phrase anymore either. Uh, And I was essentially focused on having fun, which, you know, from an energetic standpoint, that raises your vibration. When you're in this higher vibration, that's when the door is open for things to come to you. And
1: so he called and you answered the call. Yes. And now you're doing this. This is and like, yes, this is
0: now what this, you're doing. This is what I've been doing and focused on for the past eight months. Yeah. Wow. And it's just so much fun too. Like it's a fantastic opportunity, but so much fun. You seem and
1: really energized.
0: I am really energized. And somebody asked me yesterday, do you think if you hadn't taken the sabbatical, this opportunity would have shown up for you? And I said, no, I don't think so. So interesting. Wow. What else did
1: you find out for yourself on that sabbatical?
0: Ease and flow is is where we have to live. Like that's where, and the funny thing, also funny, was that my phrase for last year was ease and flow. And yet the first half of the year, that is not at all how I was living. hmm the other thing i i picked up was from a conversation i had with a friend at lunch while i was on that sabbatical was that we can live a sabbatical life without being on sabbatical without having to take Ooh, I a i want month to know how we trip. do that. i want to know okay. how we do that lori. here's how we do it cuz i'm cor- it's been incorporated <laughs> now into fuck being fine program uh-huh. and it may be its own thing at some point but how to live a sabbatical life. in fact i have a download on my website Called the five easy ways to start living a sabbatical life. Okay. Um, which listeners can go find there. But it's really about recharging, allowing yourself to recharge your battery every day. We, you know, you, when your phone gets down to 20% battery, it goes on what low battery mode, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you threw it in the corner and left it there for overnight. And you came back in the morning and picked it up and expected it to be back at 100 without recharging it it that would be crazy to expect that mm-hmm. but we do that with ourselves all the time
1: oh we do definitely yeah. what do you do to recharge
0: what do, what do you do what's your <laughs> so in full disclosure i'm still i mean it's still a challenge for me right and in fact when we were finishing up the sabbatical I was a little hesitant about coming back home because I knew I was coming back to the same environment that I had been in before. And it's almost like, and I don't want to minimize, you know, an addiction is much different. At the same time, when you come out of recovery and you go back into the same environment, it would be really easy to slip back into the old habits. And it's kind of the same. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Um, I can see where after
1: a month you wouldn't feel like you, like I, I would be like, I I think I need more
0: time. Well, it, I was fully <laughs> recharged and I was ready to come back. I was just hesitant to come back into the same environment and fall back into the same old habits. And
1: what it, so, so you did come back, you're, you you're running the same business for
0: yourself. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. What are some things that you have done to try to change that environment for yourself?
0: Yeah. One of them is, so you asked about recharging. I've, uh, indoor rock climbing is, has been something that I do. I'm doing it typically only once a month right now, but yeah, I'd love to get more into that. Giving myself permission. I think it's really about permission. It's not, nobody's forcing me to stay at my computer until 9.30 or 10.30 at night. Giving myself permission to shut it down and go read. Or to, to me that's recharging is mm-hmm. to read. Or to get on if I can't go out with a friend, somebody's not available locally to go out and just have dinner and sit and talk and laugh. That's so recharging for me. I think you find the same, right? Mm-hmm. Like hanging out with friends is recharging. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um My gym time, my workouts, I'm very consistent. To me, that's not so much a recharging as it's just part of what I do. I guess it could be seen as a recharge, but I don't see it as a recharge. I see it as just, um, it's, I don't want to say another thing on my to-do list. That sounds bad. But it is something I that, that I do
1: have. Yeah. I'm so what I'm hearing, and maybe tell me if I'm on target with this. What I'm hearing is that um the rock climbing, which is a new thing for you, mm-hmm. um, going out with a friend and having drinks and to you know, give it like the hard stop on your mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. your business day, yeah, is yeah. a major part of it. But like I'm hearing you talk about the rock climbing and my first thought is, oh, that's something new. It's a new challenge. Your body isn't used to it. It's putting yourself in a situation where you're having to figure out new skills, you know? yeah. And yeah. I feel like that's, um, you know, as as much as figuring out new things is hard, right? But there's something energizing about it. There's something that... That for me, it's novelty. And I think you get that when you hang out with a good friend and you just are with them and you're laughing and you're, you know, the phones are down and it's just
0: connection, right? Right, right. I think you could get it in a lot of different ways. Like I've been thinking about like, oh, it might be cool to take a painting class. Like, I don't really want to be a painter, but just the act of that, the thing about, that I've found about rock climbing is that when you're on the wall, you cannot be thinking about anything else, except what is the next hold? How do I get my hand up there? How do I put my foot where I need to be? That's the only thing that can be in your head. There's no other thoughts. Uh,
1: And And it's one of the few things that you can.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, No, I was going to say, it's one of the few places where you can completely clear your mind. Yes. Paddleboarding
1: is that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I get yes. because it requires my full focus if I'm standing. Yep. If, to 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 you know because I I do it um and in the Long Island Sound. So there are days where the water's a little more choppy. There mm-hmm. are days when the water is a little more calm. But it's different every day, and yeah. um and it does require that focus,
0: you know, Mm -hmm. laser
1: focus, ma'am. The minute my feet hit the water with the board, I am like, I'm transported.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I don't think that just watching TV is recharging. It could be relaxing, but it's not recharging. Mm -hmm. There's a difference. Mm. And you're saying reading does it for you.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think again, that does take a different part of the brain. It's more active, right? There's an yeah. active thing with the brain involved with reading that maybe is yeah. not
0: the same for TV. Yeah, and then the meditation. I mean, oh, I'm always yeah. doing the meditation, but now I'm actually doing more meditation than um, than I was doing in the past. In part because I started going to a chiropractor and he gave me these, this at home exercise, like it's like this neck pillow. I don't know how to describe it. It's not a pillow. It's like this hard foam that I'm supposed to lie on to you know help my neck for 20 minutes a day. So that 20 minutes, I put headphones on and I'm back in another meditation. So it's like an extra meditation session. There you go. There you oh, I
1: can't say enough about meditation when it, yeah. it's done for me too. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you on that one. Wow. And what does your calendar look like these days?
0: She says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm still working on rewire my, rewiring my brain around the whole idea that success does not have to be hard. And and it he said, you know, Napoleon Hill talks about that in the book too, right in the beginning, that hard work is not required for success. It's much more of a mindset and conditioning of you know fifty some years of conditioning is challenging to overcome or to rewire. Yeah. Again, I said, it, it takes a while. Um,
1: so yeah, yeah
0: that I think we've all
1: been taught oops. that it's, you know, hard work gets you to the next thing. I mean, I, I right. certainly live in that paradigm, you know, and, uh, Someday, like today, I got out and and had to get off to a headshot session first thing in the morning. And I was packing up the bag with my gear to get over to the space and, and get everything set up. And I, I just thought to myself, okay, how can I have as much fun as possible today? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And there's something about just asking that question that then, yeah. you know, I don't know that I did anything materially different right. than I Usually do, but somehow, you know, I don't know. I'm feeling pretty good today, you know, and I didn't wake up feeling like that. I woke up feeling kind of, you know, those days, those mornings you wake up and you're like, oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, you set the intention, though. You ask the question of your mind, you put it out there for the universe to answer. And anything you ask for will be answered. So again, coming back to asking better questions, asking framing your thoughts differently, yeah, fascinating. I'm so excited for you. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. and again, this has to do with the setting the intentions and now consciously making the effort to allow ease as much as, you know, more, bring more, bring more.
1: Yeah. Thank, well, and thank you. I want to thank you for being so candid and honest about the fact that, you know, it is a journey for you still. It's not like you went on sabbatical and it solved everything in your life. Right. Yeah. But you went and you got this aha moment and a whole life changing thing happened. And now you're living into that. Right. And, uh, and, and continuing the journey. Right. Cause right as long as we're living and breathing i guess that's what it's all about isn't it that's what it
0: is about i have decided that life is really it's an experiment and when I we like look that. at it this way it just allows us to give ourselves and others so much more grace i can't think of a better way to end that
1: thank you yeah. Mm, so how can people find you, Lori? What's uh where where should they go?
0: Yeah. So my website is zenrabbit.com. And that's the best place to find me. And you happened to mention the the networking thing earlier about how, you know, I went through that stage of creating this networking and part of this project that I'm doing uh with these business partners is I recently re-released, I revised and re-released the book on networking strategies called how to feel comfortable, confident, and courageous at networking events. And so that's available at Who doesn't the need that? Who yeah. does not
1: need that? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's available at um, at zenrabbit.com too. You can find the, the link to networking at the top of the page.
1: Fantastic.
0: And I will put that
1: in the show notes as well. So people can find that. Thanks. Um, thank you so much. Oh my, my goodness. Pleasure to be I'm so here. glad you came back. See how we created fun today. See how we did that. Thank you, Lori. Well, there you have it. Two of my favorite things that Lori said in this interview is that ease and flow is where we have to live. Oh my goodness, I am working towards that. I hope you are too. And you know, it's interesting because it's it's not about stopping what you're doing, I think. I think it's about changing our mindset about what we have to do and and I come back to this over and over I have to relearn this over and over it seems but when I can change my mindset from I have to do this thing I should do this thing to I get to do this thing I I remind myself when I do that that I'm the one who's choosing to do these things. I'm the one who's choosing to be on this path that I'm on that I do have some power in and some say in the whole journey. And when I can look at it like, hey I get to do this it, it changes everything about my approach to the things that I have put on my calendar you know. The other thing that she said that I just love is she said, we can live a sabbatical life without being on sabbatical. Really, I hope that you are hearing this and will see how you can incorporate that into your life. I don't know about you, but I want, I want to get curious about how I can do that. How can I live a sabbatical life without being on sabbatical? How can I incorporate more of the recharging into my day? There's a couple of things that I've had a lot of success with, and this may not make a lot of sense in the beginning, but I get up earlier than I used to so that I have time in the morning to myself to meditate and to exercise before the rest of my family gets up and the day starts rolling. Because when my family gets up and the day starts rolling, I want to be present with them as much as I can. And I'm more able to do that when I've given myself the gift of time in the mornings. What it does is give me the energy to be with my family more fully, to be with other people more fully because I've taken care of me in the midst of all that. And the other thing that I really do try to do is figure out as often as I can on a daily basis, how to incorporate fun into the things I do. So, you know, for instance, I, I just got my roller skates. I've been dying to get my new roller skates. And I finally did it as a celebration For three years of doing this podcast that was my gift to myself also I'm turning 55 so it was an early birthday gift to myself too but I have been just chomping at the bit to get back on my skates lately funny thing is is like over the past several years I have been doing paddle boarding and that has been the thing that has incorporated fun into my summers and here it is it's June 19th as I sit down to record this and I have not been on my paddleboard yet this year and it's because it's been kind of cold here it's been it's just not been great and and true confession my evenings when I usually paddleboard I've been jam-packed in with a lot of things that I'm doing around the podcast and photo sessions and different things like that. So I've been working more, but now I've got the skates and the skates, you know, are, are gonna be another way that I can, I can plug in. I've been going in the mornings before I start my work day. So there you go. The other thing that I'm doing is I'm gonna be taking a break from the podcast in August and most of September, maybe all of September. And the reason I'm doing that is because that's going to be my sabbatical from the podcast so that I can come back and be fully recharged and ready to go for season four. And it's frankly a little nerve wracking to take that much time off, but we have a wedding to go to. My oldest is back from college and I want to make sure that I am allowing a little bit of extra time where I'm not grinding so hard so that I can enjoy the time with my family during this last summer that he's going to be home with us. After this, he's gone and he's off. So I am pushing myself to take a little mini sabbatical from the podcast. There you go. I don't know what else I have to say about all this. I guess what I have to say is my challenge to you is to, is to ask yourself good questions about what you need to recharge and how you can incorporate it into your life every day. How can you do that? Think about that and, uh, hey, send me a message. If you, if you, you know, have an aha or anything at all, I'd love to hear from you it just occurred to me that i have something for you to help you along this road of discovery because meditation has made a huge difference for me i created three short midlife wave making meditations for you and you can download them they're only 5 minutes each one of them's for sleep one of them's for stress and anxiety and the other one is for self compassion you download those and use them regularly whenever you need a little recharge during your day. And uh, you can get those by going to lateboomerliving.com. Once you get to the home page at the top, you'll see a yellow button that says Get Your Free Life Meditations or something like that. And you can click on that. That will also put you on the email list so that you'll get a weekly email from me letting you know that the new podcast episode is coming out so that you never miss an episode. That is all for now, my friend. I hope you have a great week. Stay safe and well. Talk soon.